Welcome to The Shift, the podcast that empowers you to make a change in your life and chase your dreams with passion and purpose. If you are tired of feeling stuck in a life that doesn't fulfill you, if you have big dreams and ambitions but struggle to turn them into reality, if you want to break free from self-doubt and limited beliefs, Join us every week to listen to inspiring stories from regular people just like you, actionable insights, and the motivation you need to make the shift towards your own dreams. And please don't forget to share, subscribe, and leave us a review to help spread the message and inspire others. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of The Shift. Today, I have a good buddy of mine. Samir Patel. He is doing lots of awesome things. He's still on W2. Uh, he is trying to break through. And today we're going to talk about what he's doing and how he's doing it and what his goals are. Hey, Samir, welcome to the show. Hey, Eugene. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah. My pleasure. Hey, tell us a little bit uh, who you are, what you do, uh, where you're at right now. Sure. Yeah. So um, my name is Samir. Um, I live out in Northern Virginia. Um, I kind of got into real estate investing about two and a half years ago. Uh, but you know, in conjunction to that, I have a full-time W-2 job. Like you said, I'm a, a data architect at AWS. So more on the tech side of things. Um, used to be a software developer. You know, I've always been a technical kind of person. So wanted to make my way into real estate and actively got involved, like I said, two and a half years ago, but um, it's a journey, right? So uh, I've been evolving, learning, and meeting awesome people like yourself. Awesome. How long have you been doing your W-2 job? So my W-2 job, I've been at AWS for three years, but I've been in the field for about five. Okay. Total five years. Yeah. And what made you decide to go to real estate? I, I remember graduating college and I started my first job and realizing like this this couldn't be it right like this couldn't be the way to get rich or wealthy or whatever you know people really want so i remember looking into like how to make money how to really you know build wealth or get rich and you know read through a few forums and a few things and one book kept coming up and you know that was rich dad poor dad everyone recommended hey if you want to start somewhere start there right so i read that book and i still remember i was in dc at the time uh, i was uh, on the metro you know just reading and everybody else is just doing their own thing. And, you know, and I was like, I'm different. <laughs> I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. And I think that the rich dad for that kind of helped solidify what I wanted and what I kind of broke free of that mindset of, um, of working for 40 years and then retiring. Right. So, uh, really started with stocks at first and then decided it wasn't really for me. I didn't, you know, have control of it. It wasn't my cup of tea, you know? So everyone talked more about real estate and I, started educating myself and learning about, you know, what that means, what it looks like to invest in real estate and then how others are doing it. Right. So that's kind of how I got through to, or my journey into real estate at least. All right. So every seems like everything started after you read for that, reach that. Yes, definitely. Cause the, our family doesn't have a background in investing. My parents were first generation here. They work, you know, blue collar, uh, labor jobs just to kind of, you know, put food on the table get me through college, that kind of thing. So they didn't, you know, learn about investing. So it wasn't that it was passed down or anything of that sort, right? Cool, yeah. 
and it's a you know it's definitely a mindset shift right from where you are right now to where you want to be uh and that book sort of uh triggered uh your enthusiasm and your willingness to go and learn the real estate side of it 100 percent. so cool let's go back a little bit in time and what i'm wondering is when did you realize that you actually wanted to make a shift like what was that specific one thing that uh triggered you to to do what you're trying to do right now yeah i think it was realizing you know that i had gone to school excelled done well and you know got my first job and everything and it was almost like a dissatisfaction right i'm like i can't see myself doing this for 40 years right like this isn't the path that i think i want to go down um and then being curious right i didn't know who to ask at the time so i just turned to google right i started to search and and read and you know just follow other people's journey and seeing what they were doing and that consistent theme kept coming up of real estate right so um the shift really happened at that point it was after the first job and i realized like it it's great to have a great job don't get me wrong i'm grateful and you know um the position i'm in it's it's wonderful it's you know i'm really appreciative um but i didn't want to continue doing that forever right so that's kind of the the thing that pushed me toward to exploring a little bit more okay so so basically you came to a realization that you're dissatisfied on your job right now even though it's you you have like big gratitude for what you're for what it gave you, but there is some sort of dissatisfaction uh, somewhere inside, right? Yeah, exactly. It didn't seem like the the formula that I didn't want to go and go down that path at least, right? And it's noble. It's it's great for whoever wants to be on that path, but for me, I, I thought I wanted a different path. Cool. Yeah. You know, I talk to a lot of people and there is something inside that says, hey, there is more to life than what I'm doing right now. Uh, did you feel like it was uh, something similar in your case? 100%, right? Like, I think that there's so many more things out there. And as soon as I started asking questions, I realized that, right? Like, this can't be the only thing. People can't just, you know, like do this and and that's all they do, right? So wanted to do more, explore beyond just, you know, what we're conditioned to do is just, you know, go to school, get a good job, you know, just those basic things. So I I wanted to go beyond that. Nice. Yeah. You just mentioned one interesting thing, you know, being conditioned. And I think it's, you know, something that probably starts from far back, right? Like how our grandmothers and grandfathers used to think. We did parents, right? And then it came to us from our parents. It's like the old basically like the ways, the old ways that people used to think on how the world works and what they need to do, right? 100%. Um, yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, and also, you know, just going through the school system, right? Like you're, I did quite well in school, but it was very anti-cooperation, um, right? It's very much like, you know, you focus, you get, you pass your test, you get good grades, you move on. But if you try to work with others, you're all of a sudden cheating, right? It's, but that's not how the real world works, right? Anytime you solve problems and things, you're working with people, you're working with teams to solve problems. You're not just 
memorizing and doing it yourself, right? Like that's mm-hmm. very counterintuitive. So, uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Love it. Love it. You know, one of the reasons that people don't actually move forward is, you know, they may have a limited belief or they may have a fear or something else is stopping them. I'm curious, what was one of the limited beliefs that you had to conquer? Yeah, I think one of the big ones originally was just that uh, only rich people invest, right? That common people shouldn't invest or they need to maybe save up more before they invest. Those kind of limiting beliefs that the barrier of entry really, right? Um, and so when I, that's, that's to overcome that, right? It was educating myself and talking to other people and then I'm still doing that, right? Like I'm still finding new ways to do things and be creative. Um, but that limiting belief originally, right? Is that investing is just for the rich or the wealthy. Um, which I mean, that the book really that broke me from that was, of course, Rich Dad Poor Dad, but um, the Millionaire Next Door, that that one really you know put it into perspective of who are the millionaires in the United States and boiling down statistics, like I think seventy eight percent of millionaires are are first generation millionaires. They they weren't passed down with a huge inheritance or anything of that sort, right? So it's it's breaking those limiting beliefs that I had that you know this isn't possible. Cool. Yeah. So, so it looks like by, by starting reading to different books about, uh, what millionaires are and how they invest and by talking to different people that are just regular people like you and I, right. Uh, it seems, it seems like you broke that limited belief and stepped forward. Is that, uh, is that the correct assumption? hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, it's not, it wasn't comfortable to go out and do that. Right. And just break your limiting beliefs like that because mm. they're there and they kind of hold you in a comfort zone. But as soon as you start learning and things, you kind of go naturally outside that comfort zone and it can be tough, right? Like at least uh, mentally, right? Just facing that kind of limiting belief and breaking past it. So a hundred percent and still learning. So <laughs> Nice. Nice. Do you recall any of the moments and how you felt during that one step from where you actually felt comfortable and then you suddenly start feeling uncomfortable. Uh, do you recall how you felt in that moment? Yeah. So I think it was the first deal, right? So for me, like I read and researched about real estate, how to invest and everything, and then really pulled the trigger about a year and a half later, right? After I kind of knew the basics. Um, and I was pretty confident, right? I was like, okay, I know what I'm doing. I understand the numbers. I get it. And then doing the first deal, as soon as I wire transferred that money, then I got really uncomfortable, right? <laughs> seeing seeing the bank balance, right? The the next day, be like, wow, that really just, you know, dropped. That dropped by a lot. So <laughs> that really made me super uncomfortable. I'm like, wow, I just put a lot of money into this, and oh my gosh, what am I gonna do if I lose it all? And all these kind of thoughts, right? So um, it's you know theory versus practice, right? It's you can have all the confidence in the world in theory, and then when you do something. It could totally hit you like you hit a, a brick wall, right? <laughs> right. So what did you do after that? After you, you felt it, like what did you do? You know, I kind of just stepped back for a second, right? I'm like, okay, what what happens if I lose it all? And I was in a position where even if I lost all that money, if the house burned down and literally lost everything, and the insurance company didn't give me anything, I would be okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be homeless, right? So that gave me some comfort and like, okay, look, even if I lose this all. 
I will be okay. It will be terrible and it'll be a horrible lesson, but I will survive. Right? I think that helped me get through it. I think this is pretty powerful. Like telling to yourself that, you know, you would be okay. Like no matter what happens, you would be okay. So I think that's pretty powerful. Yeah, I would lose a good chunk of change, but you know, <laughs> I, you know, I, I would not, I would be good in the long run. You know? That's amazing. <laughs> you mentioned a few educational resources along the way uh, in our chat right now that sort of helped you to take the first step. If you were to recommend at least one educational resource, like what would it be to all the people that are listening to us right now? At least one, and the one that kind of got me started was Bigger Pockets, right? Just being on Bigger Pockets, listening to the podcast, looking in the forums. I was never super, super active, but I started reading other people's things. I was consuming the content, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's an awesome, awesome starting point for anybody looking to get into real estate or curious about the space. I think they have great, great content. Cool. Yeah. So Bigger Pockets, uh, guys, write it down biggerpockets.com. Great resource. Samir, curious, after you started consuming the content on biggerpockets.com, how long did it take you to take that first step? I would say about eight to nine months after I got on Bigger Pockets until I bought my first property. Eight to nine months. Yeah. So, cool. So you consumed, consumed, consumed. You got yourself educated a little bit. You probably started feeling a little bit more comfortable. And then you, and then you took a swing at it. hundred percent. Right. Yeah. And I personally am like that. I like to know a little bit about it before I jump in. Um, but there, that's, you know, a line there, right? Because you can consume content forever and never take action. Right. So I think you should consume enough to make yourself feel comfortable, whatever your comfort level is, and then jump in. Cool. I think that's a, that's a great point. I think this actually goes pretty well with my next question for people who want to take their first step, you know, towards building, building their lives on their own terms, how would you, how would you suggest doing that? Like what would be that first step that you could recommend? Yeah, I would say first thing is to define why you're doing it, right? That's the things that's going to propel you forward. Right. Today it might be financial freedom or anything, but your bigger why, right? Like what is your driving factor? Because when you hit roadblocks and days suck and there will be days that suck, what's going to push you forward and what's going to keep you on track? Right. I think that's for me, that's my biggest thing to start off with. Is what what is it and why do you want it? What is your why? What is your why? Exactly. And you don't have to share it with anybody, right? You can just have it for yourself and just Keep thinking about it yourself. Are you are you able to share with us what your why is? Sure. Yeah. Well, one of my biggest whys is to help my parents retire. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I think they're both sacrifice a lot, and I want to provide them a comfortable and nice retirement. Um, and then two is selfishly financial freedom for myself. Um, you know, and really then after that is to have time freedom to do things that I really want to do, um, which is education. Like I love educating. I love showcasing other people like that kind of stuff i would love to have more time to do that even if it's not going to generate a huge ton of money but just for the enjoyment of doing it amazing i think uh 
I think giving back, you know, is very important. And uh, what you just mentioned that, hey, you want to help other people, you know, you want to showcase other people and, uh, you know, tell their stories and help other people by looking at those stories. I think that's amazing. So thank you. That's, that's, that's actually a, that's actually great. You know, I'm, uh, I think I'm in the same way a little bit and I'm also, I like also to give back. And that's what actually one of the reasons we're doing this podcast. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then you just have find other people doing what you're doing, right? Like being surrounded by awesome people like that, who, who are of the same mindset, right? That they want to do some things that are similar, give back, grow, make a difference. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So share with us a little bit. What, what are you currently working on and what is the biggest uh, challenge uh, you're facing? Sure. Yeah. So right now we're more focused on multifamily at the moment, uh, moving towards apartment buildings and um, uh, commercial properties. So we're working on a property, uh, me and a partner in Ohio, and set to close on that here in the next week and a half. And then yes, just, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Almost there. Uh, so, um, you know, we're, we should be good to go after this week, but Besides that, you know, really looking for more deals and partners, uh, but I want to build long-term relationships, right? Like I'm not just in it for a deal or a transaction. It's it's more for me about building long-term things with people who have similar goals and, and are like-minded, right? So that's currently what I'm looking for. Awesome. Yeah, so anybody, anybody that is listening to us right now, if you want to, if real estate is your passion and you want to get into the real estate, you know, connect with Samir, uh, what he just mentioned that he wants to build long term, uh, partnerships. He wants to connect with people. So if this is you and you are also looking for the same thing, I think I would recommend connecting with Samir. Thank you, Chin. Awesome. Um, Hey, so what's next? What's next my brother? What is the next biggest goal? What What is the next big goal? And what is your next milestone that you would like to hit? Yeah, so uh, for me, I want to be financially free by the end of next year. That, that is my goal right now. And then um, by 2030, I want to help a thousand other people achieve financial freedom. So I'm on that pursuit right now. Uh, wow. Personally, that's my big milestone and that's what's driving me. Um, so by 2030, that's the goal. Well, so I just heard two goals. Yep. One goal is to become financially free by by the end of the next year, right? Mm-hmm. And then help 1,000 more people to be financially free by 2030. Right. Because I think one goal should, can be about yourself, but I think one goal should be about something other than yourself. Right? <laughs> I, so, I love it. I something love it. greater. Yeah. I love it, man. Well, that's that's fantastic. So guys, uh, you know, please connect with Samir. I think he's doing great things. If you want to become the next real estate millionaire, Samir can definitely help you become one of his 1000 people that he, that he wants to help. Hey, so we have a fun round at the end of each show. And I would like to ask you five or six questions, you know, think fast, maybe like 30 seconds max. Let's do it. All right. You ready? Yep. All right, cool. So let's go back for a second to uh, 
elementary and middle school years. What did the younger version of Samir look like at that time? Yeah, for me, I was a kind of a heavier set of, a version of myself. I had glasses, um, pretty studious, but also semi-athletic. Uh, I loved to play basketball. I was always, you know, on the court, and that was right. That was my first, you know, true passion and, and love. So, uh, so that's that was me in middle school, elementary, high school. That's most of what I did. Wow, man, you look different, completely different. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, what what is your go to Halloween costume? Go to Halloween costume was probably Steve Urkel. Like I, I love because I already had glasses, so it was you know I was kind of nerdy, and so I would just you know put on the tape or like the the white uh, paper and tape it. So that was my usual go to. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that's awesome. If you were to describe yourself with just one word, what would it be? Um, I would say consistent. Consistent. Yeah. Not the smartest, but just consistent. I think that's important. Now, consistency is the key to success. 100%. Consistency over intensity, right? Uh, completely agree. Fabulous, man. Fabulous. Next one is, what was the one question you always wanted to be asked by someone who interviewed you, but never did? What's one thing that you would tell your past self if you can go back and tell them? What would it be? The people that survive are the people that don't give up. You don't have to be the smartest. Just don't give up. Wow. That's that's very deep. That's very deep. Impressive. All right, so moving on, moving on. Uh, the next question I have for you is, if in 100 years science fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be and what would the blurb tell us about Samir Patel? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> All right. I would say the Indian go-giver. Indian go-giver? Yeah. That's, yeah, I like that. Being a go-giver, I think if anybody that hasn't read that book, The Go-Giver is, is an amazing book and series. Um, so a little plug there for, for that. But the, yeah, just the Indian go-giver, you know, just trying to give more than I take. Man, you know, I've never read that book. Uh, go-giver, but uh, I think I'm going to start reading after our podcast. Love it. Yeah. Indian go-giver. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the last one. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? I can have a billboard for any topic, for anything. Any, anything. And why? Man, that's a good question. <laughs> I think I would have a face. I, I almost want to say my face and then my number, right? For anybody that wants to reach out and connect. Um, I want to say I'd put something real estate related. And for people who are have deals, want to partner and have capital, reach out. <laughs> something of that sort. Awesome. <laughs> that's, a, that, that's actually a good segue to our next section of the show is where I would like to ask you, like, if people want to connect with you, how could they do it? <laughs> of course, the billboard. <laughs> besides, besides, besides looking at the billboard. <laughs> um, so I'm pretty active on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I can provide my uh, link to my Facebook profile. Instagram is samir.rei. 
Uh, so those are the best ways to usually get a hold of me. If you want to email, you can email uh, info at i2investors.com. That is my uh, email that I manage. So either one of those three. Awesome. So we're going to put those in the show notes for everyone who wants to connect with you, uh, if you don't mind. And I think it would be a good place for people to uh, read about the show and connect with you through those different uh, means that uh, that uh, that you want them to connect to, to, to connect with. Awesome. 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 Yeah, man. Hey, I think, you know, I had fun. I had fun today uh, learning about you. I had fun today learning about what you're doing. I think you're going to be super successful. Um, I'm wishing you, you know, 100% luck in uh, everything that you do and 100% success. It was, a, it was a great pleasure having you on the show, man. Thank you, Eugene. Thank you. I appreciate the kind words. This was a lot of fun, so appreciate yeah. it. I know, I know you and I will be connecting very soon to talk shop. Right? Of course. So I'll be seeing you very soon, brother. Definitely, man. Take care. All right. Thanks a lot. Cheers. We hope that today's episode has inspired you to take action towards building the life you've always wanted. Don't forget to leave us a review, share, and subscribe to our podcast for more empowering stories, actionable insights, and motivation to help you make the shift towards your own dreams. Thanks again for listening to The Shift.